yeah, it looks pretty good. But I'm just like, you, you know, we just, just fine. Just fine. Comfortable. Can oh, yeah, I forgot the micro- microphone can't pick up my body movements. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Something like visual movements for an audio medium, right? Yeah, y'all like that? Y'all see these dance moves? <laughs> you feel? Can you just, like, sense Matt's vibes through the microphone? Spike Lee taught me this back in 2016. Spike, Spike Lee? You're just freaking and vibing, baby. Freaking and vibing. (laughs) Still the worst. The worst. Where they added like voice acting for the fucking NBA players. You'd be oh, when they actually did their own voice yeah. acting. Yeah, Jesus. No, as pure story. Yeah, it's 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 terrible. But like you're in the locker room and you've got Ennis Cantor being like, "Hey, man, I'm a Nike athlete and I just want to let you know, cool shoes." <laughs> you're like, oh, all right, end scene. We need uh, to go to the s- practice facility later today. With the team. I was wondering if you wanted to tag along. Such I know, a victim. Well, it's because his songs also never have names related to the words that are in them, pretty much. I'm also really bad for just like putting albums on and just hitting play and then being like, nice. You're looking for. Is it the finest? Who- no. 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 Who's the. Um... Who's the guest star in that song? Yeah, I forget, dude. Run, run, run. I got many. plenty. Yeah, that's right. Uh, take all the chips this is. Something to that effect. Are we ready to slowly vibe? Blast ready. off. We're ready to rock and roll, superstar. We just chilling, homie. We just vibing. We just having fun. Like, like, like it's episode one all over again. <laughs> you feel all right, me? dog. I feels you. It's 1:36 p.m. Sunday, November 28, 2021. Welcome to episode 60 of the fucking eight podcast. You know, good old continuing conversation between two super tight buttholes. I am your host, Whistler Willie, and I'm joined by my co-host, Trifle and Tony. Question. Yes. Out of 10, what would you rate Panera Bread? Go. Panera Bread? Uh, not applicable anymore because I can't eat it. Fuck, man. See? Yo, fuck you gluten intolerance, dog. You I can't didn't even, it. like, you asked me that question, you didn't even consider you your audience first? Listen, That's sh- fucking rude. Sh- 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 they what? have gluten-free options. Second, you can still get coffees and shit like that. Pre, uh, uh, okay, pre-diagnosing why your your stomach is shitting itself on the inside out. Okay. What was your recommend or what was your rating of Panera? I don't know. Benefits? I don't really. I'm very neutral on the subject, so I'll give it like a I'll give it like a a 
meandering seven wrong that's just six wrong. you gotta why go. what is it like a 10? i just i i uh, nah, it's not even that good i just it's got a special place for me i just like panera bread i don't know they got big okay. ass mugs when you get lattes and shit I'm, i fuck with that you know okay fuck so me. serious endorsement from you to start the episode i would say totally okay. not sponsored i just i don't know i heard that ron artest apparently sponsored. got people got people on <laughs> onto panera bread and i agreed with him i'm like i'm gonna do the same I like Have Panera you seen Bread. our numbers since we changed our platform, our hosting publisher this week? Not yet. I haven't. I don't Neither have I, because there haven't been any. So <laughs> I don't know if I did something wrong. I should say two things to our listeners as we start back again, episode sixty. But but vibing like it's episode one, right? Like like you know, taking it back, like we're we're brand new to the grassroots. Two things. One, this podcast, listeners, if you're wondering why it seems delayed, is now coming out on Fridays as we switch things up a little bit. You're going to get your fucking a Friday comedy fix from now on, on that day of the week. And secondly, we did change our publishing provider this week. So apologies. I won't know until I upload this episode, if there's any issues with the thing going out. So if there is, then, you know, shit happens. We'll be, we'll be Gucci for the future. We're still Gaga for Gucci over here. Aren't we Matt? Oh, absolutely. I would, yo, Haley tried to watch that last night, but there was only like a hand cam version online. And I was just like, I can't, like, I'm not watching. I'm not watching that. <laughs> you don't want, you don't want granny lady Gaga. Yeah. I'm, I'm good on that. I'll wait till it comes out on crave in two months. <laughs> Fuckers. Also new logo swanky, right? Swag. You know, you feel like that kind of vibe, kind of vibes with your with your Zoom background that you've got going, your, your outer space nighttime thing. I'm big chilling, dog. Big chilling. It's just it looks better than a white wall behind me. I don't know. That's true. That's true. So how much can we confuse our listeners? Changing the day it comes out, changing our publishing platform. We don't know if there's an issue. Changing the logo. Just I mean, if we wonder why no one now literally no one listens to it, it's probably because everybody we had is gone. It's been lost in the weeds. Where did they go? Who have they become? We think that our contingent of listeners in India may not survive the public nah, transition. They're going to they're going to get lost in the great bot war, the great migration. If, if they were ever real. So here's the real test. After all our calls and we never got anything back from them. If the show disappears, will people be like, where did it go? And then they'll reach out and be like, dude, what happened? <laughs> this is the last stand of our listeners in India. I'm gonna mess it. Yo, I had a I had a dream that somebody emailed us, and all they told us was to do was to fuck ourselves. It was really? yeah, it was a strange one. I'd, I'd fucking take that. <laughs> <laughs> all right, I had a I had a thought though. I had a thought though. Okay. okay. So the other night I was I was fucking eating something, and my hair kind of like got untied, and it got a little bit of, got in my mouth. I was chewing on my hair, and I'm like, what the fuck. So okay, imagine this. Okay, you're a okay. server in a restaurant. Oh no. You got someone that comes in with their hair like you know mid-length greasy as fuck all in their face they're like oh yeah they order some i don't know some pasta they order whatever and then as they're sitting there eating it they're fucking eating their own hair and then they have the audacity to call you over and complain and say hey excuse me mister's hair in my food how would you deal with this person how like you ever dealt with customer service like this other than when you worked in the butcher shop bro i mean not 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 to that extent i'd say the fucking hair in this shit look at it's everywhere it's everywhere i mean i look i i wouldn't i wouldn't imagine that that's impossible in terms of the kind of complaints that people would file i mean what would i do i i you know you'd have to be polite as always because you know you can never be mean to idiots when you're, sir, you're eating your own fucking yeah, hair that's your hair sir please like oh good luck getting a tip now bitch how dare you 
<laughs> it's an unwinnable war. You just can't win with people, my friend. Now, so a few weeks ago, we were talking uh, a little bit about, we're joking about how, like, you know, in the podcast sphere, especially in the comedy podcast sphere, the world that we are slowly taking over, there's always these, like, podcasts that are, like, you know, right up front, like, you know, not for the easily offended and, like, uh, yes. you know, the disclaimer. delicate sensibilities go away. So last week, uh, I encountered a podcast on Twitter who I mean was exactly that to the to the fucking nth degree. Like their show was called like not for the offended or something. Like it's just, it wasn't even like a description. It was like actually the brand. That's like flying a red flag, being like me. Yes, this guy cancel me. Tell my work. Their Twitter bio had like emojis and was like, "Don't listen to this if you're offended." I'm like, I don't even know what your show's about. All I know is that you are intentionally being a dickhead to people. <laughs> so um, this th- these kinds of shows do exist and i guess did you we're did you listen ourselves. and were you offended oh, no i didn't so i guess i'll never actually know you know it's like you pop it open it's just like a dave Chappelle rant about transgender people you're like okay good okay, okay. i mean <laughs> it's it's probably in that vein look i scared uh, you you don't even know how to answer you're like how do i, I don't know uh, i'm stumbling i'm navigating <laughs> What do I say? What will I have to edit later? <laughs> Did you see that video? Did you see this fucking video of the guy at the Sacramento Kings game like a week that ago? Vomited beside the bench. <laughs> <laughs> For our listeners, if you haven't seen this video, this guy had, a, guy, had an NBA, guy had an NBA game sitting courtside. So sitting three feet from the, the actual best game, seats in the house. Literally puked all over the floor and all over himself right in the middle of the game. (laughs) (laughs) See, when you puke up on the, like the three hundreds, nobody knows, right? You just slide out. Which we've seen. If you remember, remember we went to that game years ago. We saw that dude just yak all over the floor. Why is there suddenly a big group of people in a circle? Oh, dude, we went to a Titans and Bills game in fucking Buffalo and Haley and I were sitting there and we're like, yo, fucking... Smells like puke, doesn't it? Like, yeah, it does. No, nah, it must be crazy, bro. Two seconds later, I look over. This giant crowd of people immediately moves out of the seat. Like, oh, nope, nope. <laughs> Fucking move. Like, oh, yeah, you know where that's coming from. I mean, you know where that's coming from. You know, this guy at this NBA game, though, I mean, couldn't do worse than that, right? That, that's that uh, got to be the worst moment of your life. The time that bench. you national television just focusing on you, just blah, like all over <laughs> himself, all over the floor, all the players. Like all the NBA guys are just standing there staring at this guy. Like, what the? You fuck? hit the group chat before the game. Like, yo, I got fucking courtside. courtside. You guys want to watch a game? Check me out tonight. I'll check it out. I'll keep an eye out for hey, you. Bill, I didn't know you had macaroni for dinner. You fucking clown. <laughs> My mom goes to Raptors game and she has pretty solid seats when she goes. Like, could I imagine? Pause. Pause. Like my mom Pause. just. This guy, this guy says his mom has pretty good seats for anybody that lives in Toronto or knows anything about the Raptors. She sits literally, literally behind Nav Bhatia, the super fan. So, yeah, I'd say she has pretty good seats, bro. Thanks for the dime. But Sorry, nevertheless, so- could you imagine during a Raptors game just being like and this poor woman in the crowd having a bad night tonight as she's just doubled over just, ah, in her 60s? You think she know how to drink by now? <laughs> Fuck, man. Shut up, mom. Keep up the fandom. But I mean, that that shit. Didn't they have to like, stop the game or like, was it on a timeout or yeah, something? Yeah, because they had to clean up a yeah. pile of vomit that was a foot <laughs> off of the court. 
fuck. Oh, oh no. And Worst then nightmare. and then I I was I was saw the video of it and and the Kings coach is, was uh Luke Walton his and last they just game. Had, his his face was just like a complete shock at what he's watching. And then he got fired. And I'm yep. like, that's your last game as a head his coach. last game as a head coach. Someone barfed on the court. Here's a visual representation of the job you've done. <laughs> you're fired. Oh, man. Imagine Poor the owner guy. did that. Just bleh, you're fired. Just walked out. That's you imagine the owner of the team puked and was like, I own this bitch. I don't give a fuck. I'll puke wherever I want. As far as I know, the Kings owner is kind of like that. So is he? Okay. <laughs> Good to know. I mean, yeah. Keeping up the tradition of quality ownership in professional sports. Uh, it's a, it's a, you know, old white guy. What you're expecting, probably. Yeah. <laughs> I actually no. don't even know if he's white or not. I have no fucking idea. I'm not even it's like you have like a 99.9% chance of being correct. So. Probably right. Yeah. 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 Hit that layup, buddy. Hit that layup. Yo, so I, I saw this article. Um, I didn't dive too much into it because it's just empty stats. But it seems to check out and it seems to make sense to me. But that's basically that Black Friday is a hoax. Probably. Yeah. And that everything that's on sale, you can get cheaper at earlier times in the year on other normal fucking sales they have. And then a lot of places like Walmart, yeah. for example, when they come out with, let's say, their their big TV sales for the year, it's like, boom, Black Friday TV sales. All the models are using like lesser parts. Like they're pushing the lower TVs that have like worse back panels in them and shit. Those are the ones that are on sale. Long yeah. story short. Consumers. Pay attention. No. It's all fake. No. All how, about, how, how about we don't? How about we just continue to spend anyways? Because that's, deals. That's what they want you to do, man. Dude, I know people who take days off work. To go I, to I never have I ever fucking done that like, bullshit, bro. And I mean, it, it's all and it's like it, it, it conjoins with the consumer holiday. That is Christmas because that's really all it's about. Nobody. Nobody gives a shit about the birth of Christ anymore. They're just basically like, what am I getting? The birth of my electronic products. Yeah. The birth of my fucking influencer career. When I get this ring light, bro. Oh, my God. It's what God. I wanted. I hate um, those things. Yeah. with the pa- I see those and I just hate them with a the passion. Happy holidays. Haley had to work from home for a while, right? So she had to get. Well, she didn't have to, but she got you one. You have of those. one, don't you? So I'm saying, yeah, she got one for her her work calls, and I was. Just, she luckily she doesn't use it. I make fun of her a lot more, but. Buddy, I I mean I don't want to see one more fucking selfie out of you that doesn't have that ring light highlighting your best features. Frankly, mm. you know, sick middle, of it. Middle forehead pimple at thirty. I got this. Got this. Wait, 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 wait. My brother, <laughs> I got one too. Spot. That's a spot of the cultured. That's what that yeah, is. That's 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 what stressed and anxious people do when they just touch their fucking face all the time because they're constantly neurotic. So, you know, yeah, I get that on my lower chin. There's a spot where I'm just rub my face. All right. I mean, we gotta we gotta make fun of this. What's up, Will Smith? Oh my Jesus Christ, dude! Okay, so I know, I know. Real quick, we gotta give we gotta give the listeners the the lowdown. But what what what's your question? Did he have like a memoir that came out or something? Because yes, okay, yes. So Fresh Willie's got a new book coming out. That's what he was. That's where the blurbs were coming from. So for our listeners, if you don't, if you didn't see this, which I mean, you're you're lucky you didn't, but prepare to have your day ruined. So in this book that Will Smith's got coming out, he's detailing his his love life and his relationships of his past. I mean. Like, this is a guy who has already been emasculated worse than any other male celebrity probably has been. I mean, literally has a dick cut off on a television show by his own wife 
<laughs> and now has to live his rest of his life like this. But listen, no, he doesn't. He wasn't cheated on. It was just an entanglement. Okay. Right. Yeah. Fuck. I, I got entangled with that man and our the bed that you and I sleep in. And yeah, like my sleeping. legs got entangled around his back as I, you know, pulled him in closer <laughs> and was like, don't pull out, don't pull out. These are quotes from Will Smith about a, an early relationship when he was sort of on the come up there years ago, right? So I guess he got cheated on by his girlfriend then too, which I mean, this guy's having a rough go. And apparently it's been a lifetime of it, but this is a quote from me. He says, I desperately need relief, but there was no pill for heartbreak. So true. I resorted to the homeopathic remedies of shopping. I mean, first of all, <laughs> what? <laughs> the yeah, homeopathic no. remedies of shopping and rampant sexual intercourse. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's, that's, I wanna, that's what I when I go to a psychist. Spend your money and have sex. All right. Exactly. All, all right. right. I'll feel better about Thanks. myself. You want me to write a prescription for that? Shopping, sex, signed, handed off. Up until this point in my life, I had only had sex with one woman other than Melanie. But over the next few months, I went full ghetto hyena. We know what that's like, right? I mean, we all have our ghetto hyena phases, right? That's a Fresh Prince ghetto hyena, though. That's that's next level. I had sex with so many women. And it was so constitutionally disagreeable to the core of my being that I developed a psychosomatic reaction to having an orgasm. That's a that's that is a hell of a sentence. He was literally sick with himself. I found getting laid all the time constitutionally disagreeable to the core of my being. I didn't know he was a fucking politician. Whoa, I mean, see, I, I know what he should do next, right? It would literally make me gag and sometimes even vomit. So he was having a psychosomatic reaction to his orgasms that would literally make him gag and then throw up. Why did you tell anybody this? This is my this is my thing with this like memoir because like stuff keeps coming out. And that's why I assumed it had to be a book or of some sort. Right. Because he yeah. keeps being in the headline. Some of this shit, bro. You should really keep close to the chest. You got money. You got money. You're not worried about making it like you're out of the, the limelight and you like can't make your rent. I don't think he's in that kind of situation, is he? No, no. He still makes movies all the exactly. time. Exactly. So why the fuck? Are, dude, go to a therapist. Go to, Don't use the don't use fucking TMZ as your therapist, because like this, this shit's is going to get worse for you. This dog. is this is like every human being on Earth has things that they can be open and honest about that they share with the significant other or a close friend. And then every person also has things that will never ever be known by anybody else and that they must take to their take yeah, to their should, grave. That shit should never see the light of day. Willie, this was your thing. This was the one thing you definitely should have not told. Every time anybody. after I, I was smashing a ratchet hoe and I nutted, I would vomit. I felt so bad with myself. This this is this is the last little piece from it. Okay. It says in every case though I hoped to God this beautiful stranger would be the one who would love me, who would make this pain go away. But invariably there I was, retching and wretched. Dude, this is like the memoirs of that guy at the Kings game. <laughs> <laughs> there I was courtside, retching and wretched. <laughs> ben McElmore came off the side, put up a good three minutes ben on the Macklemore. court. Macklemore, Jesus Christ. Put up I a mean, good three minutes. 
I think I, you're naming a guy who played for the Kings like nine years ago. He did. He doesn't play for them. It's been quite a while. Holy shit. You really have been playing NBA like 2K14, haven't you? Dog, I'm, <laughs> I'm out the loop. I'm out the loop. I don't uh, join in. I don't join in the basketball combos at work anymore. I'll just be like, Toronto? Yeah, I'll talk. I'll talk Delano Bandon. No problem. Everybody else? I, I couldn't tell you. <laughs> oh, fuck. Yo, this, Smith, man. But there's so much other shit that's come out, too. Okay, you got this whole thing now with he's like saying that, you know, Jada never loved me and she loved Tupac and she just settled with me and shit like that. It's like, bro, like, why are you telling me this stuff? Yeah, he's a broken man. I'm telling you that red table thing like ended him. It must have. How can you how can you sit through that? And like also his wife, like, how can you do that to a person, too? She's a strong bitch, yo. She's a yeah. Like, can I turn literally you know, not literally, but like metaphorically chopping your dick off into content. Like M- Mike Vrabel can. can... <laughs> it's a tough go, man. I know. Good, good joke for anybody that picks it up. But no, you're right. Like you're you're absolutely right. Like I don't I, I don't fucking get it. It seems like she just woke up and chose violence. There's another one, too, that just came out like another. Oh, the thing about like his mom getting beat so bad that he wanted to kill his dad. Like, did you see that? That's a more that's a more sympathetic story of like the things I've been through in my life. Not like I used to get laid all the time and then throw up on the floor. Like that's, <laughs> that's very different. That's very different. What a hard life. What a hard life. You know, the, the way the headlines got reported to were so brutal on that, like him wanting to kill his dad thing, because it was just like Will Smith wants to murder father was the headline. <laughs> <laughs> missing a little context. There, we're missing but... the fact that he like beat the shit out of his mother to like an inch of her life, you know. But anyway, anyway, look now two fucking idiots. You and I are talking about Will Smith and the horrible ass things that happened in his life. Yo, I don't want nobody talking about Remember that time in college, Matt Carter fucking, you know, squeezed oranges in his eyes and then threw them at people and then barfed on the floor. No, nobody wants to hear about that. You, you know, for a split that? second, I had to actually search my memory banks to be like, did that actually happen? Well, that that, that happened in high school. Um, <laughs> the one you're the one you're thinking of is when I threw oranges at you in the bathroom. When we yeah, lived at that you first fucking, house. Like, sm- they like smashed on the fucking wall and stuff. Yeah, and you're like, like, you're you can clean that up. But I was like, yeah, you're right. I'm going to clean that up. <laughs> I was really drunk though, screaming, I don't give a fuck walking into traffic. So and you, you saved my weird life. Weird thing. You had this oh yeah, you did. <laughs> <laughs> you you know what's life. really fucking weird? Is what? I think the exact you just saying that like triggered the memory in my head. And I think the exact spot where you did that was literally right outside my door, right on Oxford Street here. Could I think, be. I'm pretty sure that's where we were when I pulled you off the road. I just remember we were leaving from seeps. It's all I remember. All I remember. Small world, man. Uh, good times. Yeah, see, I don't write memoirs about that shit. Just talk about it to a podcast where like five people listen, you know? Well, look, I mean, I mean, Will Smith is quickly becoming like, I mean, if his own wife is willing to sacrifice himself, sacrifice her husband for the content game. I mean, why are we all not just getting in on it? How many podcasts right now are laughing at Will Smith? All of them. <laughs> Even those like crime, true crime ones. The girls like doing their, the girls doing their makeup. They're like, uh-huh, yeah, I feel sick. Like Will Smith. I don't know. I don't know, man. That's it. It's I would not release that info if I was already established and famous. Like, you got money. Rather be. You have one choice right now. You have to either be the guy. You have to be Will Smith, who can only ever have sex and then throw up, or you're the king's game guy who throws up courtside. You only have two choices. What what can you live? What what is easier to live with? Oh, the courtside guy. It's a one-time barf, and you're done. You're good. 
every time you have sex, you just gonna vomit. That sounds horrible. <laughs> sounds horrible. Like imagine that after like you go to like kiss your partner, like hug, you know, that part, you're like, oh, it's, you're, you're it's, one. What's you're his name? Vomiting. It's it's Stan from South Park, right? Yeah, every time him and Wendy, he just barfs. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck Will Smith's a South Park character. He must have been on there at some point. South Park if he doesn't, he's gonna be there next week. Yeah, he's 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 a hundred percent gonna be. He's definitely. Uh, they're gonna write a whole episode about that shit. Oh, poor fucking guy. All right, real real super quick one then, because uh, okay. I don't want to get too much into the nitty gritty details here. But a Colorado father is found guilty of killing his thirteen year old son after the boy oh. found photos of him wearing a red bra and eating feces from a diaper. Yep, yep. So this kid, I guess, was what? going through his dad's laptop somehow, like in 2011, found photos of his dad wearing a diaper and eating shit. You can see the photos in the link I put into the Discord. No, no, no. So later, I guess like a year and a half later, like blackmailed the dad being like, yeah, like you can't say shit to me, dad. Like, what about those fucking photos? Aren't you a good role model? And then the kid ended up fucking dead in a, in the woods, bro. And they found a skull and shit. This happened about five years ago, but it just fully got prosecuted and the dad's been convicted. This- yeah, guy, this just was like, I, no one can know this. I'll kill my I'll own kill son. my own like, son. This like is what these- we, see this. We got Will Smith being like, I, I, I fuck stuff and vomit. And then you got this guy who's like, you fucking tell anybody I will, murder kill, you. I will kill my own child to keep this a secret. I mean, wouldn't you, though, if you were wearing a diaper and eating shit and with bl- like bras on? Fuck, I, I don't know. I'd probably. Yeah. What are your choices? Out. Right. Like, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, if you're going to kill your own son, why don't you just kill your own kill yourself first? Right. I mean, no, nobody can know. <laughs> I think that's it. Yeah, I think that's it. He was just like, if I kill myself, then people can still find out. It's like, so then you're dead. Who gives a shit, bro? How do people get to the point that they're wearing diapers and eating shit? Like, I just don't like I don't uh, understand, man. I don't I don't want you to honestly. That's a rhetorical question. Yeah, I don't. I don't, <laughs> that's a rhetorical question, I don't have okay? expansive thoughts on the subject. To tell you the truth. Just like your mother didn't love you. So now you wear diapers and it just goes all downhill from there. But, yeah, and then you just, you know, get curious, try son. something new and then kill your and then son. you kill your son, obviously, because that's the inevitable conclusion. I don't know if Shakespeare ever was able to write a play quite like, that. you know what? Shakespeare wrote a lot. There's probably one in there of some fucking <laughs> infanticide because the dad did something fucked up for sure. Book it, book it. <laughs> it's like Hamlet or something. Like, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know if there's a diaper shit scene in Hamlet. I must have missed that part. Of that'd be a great class. soliloquy to pee or not to pee. That is the question. For what thine shit my own diaper? Oh no, I can't. I'm not even no, I'm I wanted to see. I really wanted to see how many verses you could go. I, I just, I'm going to stop myself. Research published in Brain Behavior and Evolution has identified decreases to encephalization levels in modern humans, with much of these declines being explained by the increase in the average level of human obesity. Throughout the last 4 million years, homonym body size has increased with the brain growing at a disproportionate rate in relation to the rest of the body. Makes sense. Increasing encephalization is believed to be the main driver of higher cognitive ability observed in mammals. Absolute brain size has been found to have declined by 5.5% in modern humans. Really? With significant reductions in homoencephalization during modern periods as well. Changes to body size appear to explain most of the recent changes in human brain size. So So wait, people are getting getting fatter and the brains are getting smaller? Humans are getting bigger 
and their brains are actually getting smaller. So Wally, like we're getting there, dog. I, I, it just keeps coming back to this. It's we can't get away from this. Bigger, dumber, happier. Yeah, ignorance is bliss, right? Over the past 30 years and across many parts of the world, there have been significant decreases in intelligence quotient. The largest declines have been observed in industrialized nations. 100% so, yes. believe that. 100%. We actually are, in fact, getting dumber. We've been pro 60 episodes of the show. We're constantly saying it. we're a bunch of fucking tiny brain morons. And now we have science to back it up. <laughs> Yo, came with the science of why we're just dumb monkeys. Uh, it, laugh, like, monkeys, laugh. The worst part is, is that it's not like a surprising, like, really? What? How? What? Like, I don't even question yeah, like, it because it's like, I, I could not imagine such a thing to be true. I mean, all you got to do is walk out to Walmart and take a look around and be like, yep. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yep. There's proof. I did Black my own Friday shop. I went to Walmart. I did my own research. And let me tell you. I did you. my own research and I Black Friday shopped at Walmart. Hey. Dude, there's Black Friday is the only holiday that has a fucking website that's keeping track of the death toll over the years. <laughs> there's a fucking bro, there's a website. It just straight up has the amount of deaths and okay. injuries every year. Okay. Hold on. Hold on. Since we're since since we're Are you since looking it up? brought it up, I will. I'm going to Black Friday death toll 2021. Let's see what we got since it's since it's Sunday. Right? Thankfully, it's thankfully, it's not some insanely high sexy number like eleven hundred or something. It's Black Friday death count dot com. All right. So I'm saying it's it's not as high as you would you would think, thankfully. But uh, the fact that it and twenty one. Oh, this is this is in general. This is mm -hmm. all since 2006. 17 people have been killed and 125 people have been injured on Black Friday mm -hmm. this year. Uh, Numbers six people were out. injured. Six people are injured. Three people in a shooting armed suspect shot <laughs> taken into custody. Uh, one person shot in a Tacoma food court. Two people killed on Black Friday in eastern Chicago. One shooting at a northeast Austin Walmart. One person dead. So this year it looks like three people killed. Uh, they've probably changed the rules up with the, you know, with how they open the door. So people get trampled to fucking death. <laughs> like some fucking like hungover teenager. Yeah, literally, though. But can you imagine yourself going to Walmart at 5 a.m. and then trampling and through murdering somebody at, at 5 a.m.? Like, dog. I mean, have you seen these savings? I mean. <laughs> Holy shit. Are you kidding me? No, every place has fucking Black Friday week now, though. That's the thing, right? Like. That's true. I mean, that's that's I, I was listening to this the other day that they said this like news podcast thing where they were like, one, the deals this year are worse than ever because of like shipping problems and inflation and all that stuff. And and two, exactly that, that like the same deals on Black Friday have literally been in all retailers because of like the pandemic and stuff for like months. So really, it's been black. Q3, Q4, 2021, essentially. So you're right, man. It's bye, all bye, a bye. scam, bro. Consume, consume, consume. You know, we're all just buyers and sellers at the end of the day, right? I found myself a seller here that uh, found a niche oh. in the market. Oh, I love it. I'm going to read you this man's thread, okay? Okay. <sighs> Burping on OnlyFans has landed me in the top 18% of content creators. I will dump some humorous messages I have received. All too right. Much, too much like mouth projections. Buckle up. This episode today, eh? Buckle up. 
Okay. All right. So this is this is the inbox of a man who burps in people's video cameras on OnlyFans. Okay, cool. The only thing I would ask for the video is the second half of the video. If you could be more aggressive with the commentary after the burps, asking things like, what's wrong? You getting tired? Squirm for me. Or really anything involving how weak and pathetic the struggling is becoming. I would also ask for more belly rubs in this one and no burp talking. The last thing I would like to request is if it is all right with you to end the video with the biggest burp you can, a belly pat and the comment, that's the last thing anyone will hear from you. Does that sound doable to you? Question mark. <laughs> Can do. Should have it made by this weekend. All right. This the is content the, the, game. the content game is a really serious struggle, isn't it? I mean, can you send me a video of you burping in my face, please? Uh, I do customs. Do you mean burping into the camera? Question mark. Yes, please. Do you do video calls? Then you can burp in my face while I touch myself. Is that okay? Or is that too far? Thoughtful emoji. And it, this appears to be a woman too. So like this, this doesn't just, Hey, 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 anybody can have weird fucking internet fetishes. All right. Tell me, don't discriminate. Tell me who, who wrote this one there. Howdy. Okay. I was hoping I could order another video request. I'd love to have a vid where you're standing up and camera framing from the top of your nose to your chin with really good lighting to see the inside of your mouth as you burp. It's got to be a man. You st- yeah, 100%. You start it's only a man vi- because only a man gets this specifically specific about what he's into. Yeah. Yeah. You start the video by simulating you've pushed me against the wall, smirk, and start laughing at how short I am. You found out I drank your last pack of expensive beer. So you hold me against the wall as you burp into the camera. Brackets my face. With laughs and comments and how short I am, saying things like, I feel like a giant compared to you, runt. And just mercilessly burping with great shots inside your mouth. I would like it to be about four minutes. Could you do this? And how much would it cost? <laughs> the, entire, the entire human experience is just a mental health crisis no, People now, are paying it? for this shit. All right, wait, 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 wait. You're you're the you're the creator in this. What are you charging for that video? I don't know what the rates are, bro. But like you, no, no, like, you gotta come on. Price is right, mate. You gotta give me a number. Well, you sounds like you can you can cornerstone the market here. Like I don't know if there's a lot of people doing this shit, right? Like, is there someone he's gonna go back to and like bar- bargain with? So I don't know. It's true. I mean, custom. You'd probably be like, yo, like three, four hundred bucks or some shit, and then just oh, see what yeah. they say. So like, no, nah, that's too much. I'll give you two hundred. You'd be like, sold. Sounds good. Like we're we're all working too hard. I mean, that's what I'm saying, bro. This guy found an avenue and was like, "You fuck it, I'll I'll, I'll ride this. I'll ride this." It's like it's foot like, pictures. Like I was sell just about shit. to say that. It's just I'd like sell that pictures. shit for a hundred bucks. Like picture of my feet going nuts. I mean, no one wants to see these feet because my see feet it. are not well kept. But no, but that's the thing, dude. There there are people that want to see unwell. People want to see feet. my like my like cracked, dry, you know, foot pads. <laughs> dude, there are people nuts. that want to want to specifically message you and be like, I need you to wear the same pair of socks for two weeks. Can you ever wash them? Wear these socks and tell me I'm short. Yeah. And then I want you to put your feet all over this package of hot dogs. <laughs> Send me the video. Tell me I'm a piece of shit. Yo, I think it's the- like, we're just combing through like the pathetic human experience. Today. I'm not even combing through it. It's just popping up. Maybe that says something about what I go to and visit on the internet, but like, I don't well, know. Look, I don't know. It's not going to get any better in that regard because I need you to settle in, get comfortable. Okay? Buckle up. All right. Because I'm paging Dr. Matt. Oh, I'm required. My services are needed. Yo, paging I, Dr. Matt. I bill by the the emotional crisis, the brief emotional crisis you show. As as a, as we've already clearly established here today, there are a lot of people in the world who got issues. 
and they need help. And when people need help, we call Dr. Matt. So there's a lot of folks out here who need advice. Found many people in need of advice on the internet. And so I'm going to consult with you. And we're going to spend a little time here solving some problems. All right. All right. Uh, that's what I'm here for. That's what I signed up for. This okay. is what we do. Okay. Dr. Matt, mm -hmm. when my boyfriend talks about women, he doesn't always refer to them by their name. In most cases, I don't know the individual. But even if he does refer to her by name, what bothers me is that he will always follow it up by describing her tits. <laughs> For example, quote, the one with the big boobs. She's got to be at least a 42D. They stick straight out. Or she's petite with a very small waistline. Yet he says he loves my figure and always expresses that he loves the way I'm built. Dr. Matt, what, what, what do you do when you're married to this fucking knob? Uh, dog like you're giving out measurements you're giving out measurements to her hey you know barb at the office the one with the huge gazungas her right you know yeah my friend betty you know big chat no she honey honey she's like a 28b like fuck off what do you mean big <laughs> no but like on the real though like I, I how do you how do you voice that to your significant other like imagine your fucking girl is like yeah, you know, Mark, how did you marry huge, this guy? Huge cock in the gray sweatpants. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Anyway, so he was he was leaning over my desk yesterday talking to me, right? And he knocked <laughs> over my coffee. And I, I said, Mark, what are you doing? No, but like joking aside, bro, like how the fuck can you utter this stuff to your partner and not realize that you sound like an absolute piece Who's of that? garbage? Who's that, honey? Oh, that's Big Dick Steve. I mean, <laughs> him and I, we go way back. Oh, like, that's that's Nick Foles. You know what they call him. <laughs> <laughs> like, how do these people i half the time with these i don't understand how these people get married like how did either. you get to marriage with this person because like it's not like, like one day he just started saying this like you know from the jump he was like that's what i mean like at the wedding procession he's like so who's your maid of honor who's the megan with the giant tits is she gonna be there or what about stacy with more of the medium size but perky real perky like, <laughs> uh yes sure. i do it's a shame her nipples look like googly eyes, though. That doctor yes. did a terrible job. Do you take this man? Yes. Why? Why? <laughs> Why? Tell us. Please tell. Uh, all right. Dr. Matt. Six months ago, my husband, quote unquote, Vern, told me he didn't love me anymore and wanted me out of the house. We were living in Texas. So my son and I flew to Chicago with only three dollars in our pockets. Luckily for me, I have wonderful parents who took us in. A month later, I discovered Vern had been carrying on with a woman half his age. He's 53 and she is 28. I confronted both of them and found out he told her that I had been dead for two years. Oh, we are now divorced. And Vern is having problems with the girlfriend. Really? Surprise, he surprise. <laughs> he calls me constantly talking for hours about how much he misses her and that she never has any time for him. They fight and argue a lot, and he isn't sure if she still wants to be with him. He wants my opinion and advice. <laughs> How can I get it through to Vern that it upsets me to hear these things and that I don't want him calling me unless it has to do with our son? From the woman signs the letter from the two-year-old corpse. <laughs> okay, how do, you, how do you respond to that? You fucking don't, man. You just tell the guy to fuck off. Like, are you kidding me? Here, here's one thing. 
I don't understand how older dudes try to ditch off for younger girls and then get surprised when it doesn't fucking work out. Yeah. Like, yeah. can you imagine trying to go be with a 60 year old right now? But also then, like, but also like he leaves his wife for you. And then you're like, what do you wait? You're, your dead wife's actually alive and in Chicago with your son. Yeah. This like, has layers to it. Yo, this is a nice dip. It's a good ass I mean. dip. Uh, hmm. Okay. I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think. So here. he's he cheats on his wife, tells the girl he tells the mistress his wife is dead. His wife finds out they get divorced. The girl obviously probably realizes that this already bad situation is now even worse, wants out of it. And now the guy's <laughs> like, why is she? <laughs> she doesn't love me anymore. I had to call my ex-wife to ask her what to do. Yeah, because she's going to give you real good advice. <laughs> tell you to fuck yourself uh the thing is too like you know that he was banging around with the 20 year old before he told his wife he didn't love her right like of course yeah oh god oh fucking god man it's like it, another thing too in the similar vein it's like when people when people cheat on their spouse and then get surprised when the person that they cheat on their spouse with ends up cheating on them like hey how could she do that like well dog like you're an example of it right there like right fucking exactly. there exactly Exactly. Be the change you want to see in the world. Now, I've got another one, another one in the relationship vein. Dr. Matt. I'm 45 years old, married 11 years. My wife and I were both married before and have grown children from our first marriages. We have a 10 year old son together as well. Here's the problem. My wife treats me like I'm 15 years old. She expects me to come home from work and sit in front of the television. I have friends who I'm not allowed to socialize with, nor am I permitted to go to any of their homes. I have been invited to go fishing with the guys, which includes an overnight stay. And she says I'm not allowed to go, although it is fine to do the same thing as long as it's me taking my son fishing, just the two of us. My wife likes to have time to herself, but it's a no, no for me. I can go to bed early while she stays up. But if she is tired, I have to go to bed when she does. Run. I'm not allowed to stay up late by myself Run. and I have to go to the store when she does. I am tired of it and have no intention of living my rest of my life like this. What do you suggest? Run, bro. <laughs> Fucking run, dog. How did you get married to this person in the first place? Holy shit. Are people just like, like, hi, nice to meet you. Want to get married? Like, yo, I know I found a good one because like I'll be chilling with my girl and she'll look at me. She's like, go see your friends, dude. Like, what What are you doing? I'm like, yeah, are you I'm sure. Chilling. Are you sure you wouldn't prefer like go to bed <laughs> now? At time, motherfucker. I, I like how do people not see the writing on the wall with the super controlling behavior of like, I need to monitor you. You can't leave. You're not allowed to have friends outside of us. Like, the first sad, time, huh? could you imagine? Like, like, look, you and I are not like the biggest, like, alpha dog, bro, men kind of guys like that at all. But like, if you were in a relationship and the person you were with was like, you're going to bed now. And they were like dead serious. And like you laugh and you're like, <laughs> that's funny. And they're like, no, go to bed. I'm staying up. You can't stay up. Like, uh, OK, I'm leaving. Bye. Like, I mean, look, we live on the East Coast. So any West Coast basketball games come on late. And if you're trying to tell me I can't watch live while a guy at the fucking King's bench barfs all over the floor, we can't be together. Sorry. I haven't seen a single. That's Lakers an 11. Game. That's an 1145 p.m. event. OK, <laughs> I'm not fucking going to bed. West Coast sports after dark are amazing. Really? Oh, it's perfect time, bro. You like sit down at like 1030 and they're just starting and you're like, nice. Let's fucking roll. Look, look, I, I, I again, like 
there was never an indication, sir. And yeah, the, the the red flags must have. You just you got a ten year old son together. You've been there a long time. Like I'm starting <sighs> to think that maybe this is not a healthy relationship. Uh, I I would probably agree. You know, it's been about eleven years, but I bet I'm she beginning to think. I bet she chooses what they watch too. Oh, forces them to watch TV. He has to go to the store when she does. Yeah, fuck that. Yeah, fuck, fuck that. that. Now it's about to get. We're going to ramp it up a little bit for you here. Oh, okay. Dr. Matt. Question, Dr. Matt. Daughter's friend being in the wedding is the title. My 27-year-old daughter and her best friend, Katie, have been friends since they were four. Katie practically grew up in our house and is like a daughter to me. My daughter recently got engaged to her fiance and announced that Katie would be the maid of honor. Sweet. Sweet. I'm following. Yeah. Sounds good. Beautiful family relationship there. Okay. Katie's boyfriend is also a good friend of the future son-in-law. I mean, we're just, this is all working out. Here's where the cross couple fucking comes in. The problem is Katie walks with a pretty severe limp due to a birth defect, not an underlying medical issue. She has no problem wearing high heels and has already been fitted for the wedding dress. But I'm just thinking that it's going to look really unsightly if she's in the wedding procession limping ahead of my daughter. No, dude. No, dude. I mean, oh, dude. I mean, dog. Really? The audacity of this. She's a great person, but she has a limp. And like, I don't want you to ruin my daughter's fucking wedding. I, yo, a mother? Known her since she was four. A mother type. Like a daughter to me. The mother of the bride doesn't want the bride's best friend. That's also like a daughter to her whose boyfriend is friends with the brother, like all the intertwined. I don't want her in the procession because she's got an ugly lamp. No, thanks. I don't want to. Oh, addendum. Oh, no. (laughs) Addendum. Well, you're going to roll your eyes at this. I mentioned this to my daughter and suggested that maybe Katie could take the video or hand out programs while sitting in brackets. (laughs) (laughs) oh my god this woman's a savage and doesn't even know it so she doesn't ruin the aesthetic aspect of the wedding day oh yeah my daughter is no longer speaking to me (laughs) (laughs) hey yo ma you're canceled you're out of here i put her to oh my god dude i i can't even fucking imagine this woman raised her like a daughter and you're trying to be like yeah but like that limp gotta go can't she can have hand out, She can take a seat and hand out programs. What? what mom, what? Mom, Yo, mom, like, mom, mom. Have you have you not seen Forrest Gump? Okay, you've you've known Katie for twenty five years. You want her to sit and hand out pamphlets? Yeah, it's just kind of just kind of looks icky. I wonder if she has like big leg crutches, or if she just like has a little bit of a limp, or she has a cane, like. I, is there What's... any any threshold that would make this acceptable? Like, no, no, not at all. Unless with every limping step, she screams out in agony, which I don't think is part of the issue. Oh, she could like, come out with her fucking chemo drip beside her. You know what I'm saying? Like, yo, she's walking down the aisle, she's man. She's fucking walking down that aisle. If it takes all day, if all of you have to sit down and shut up and be patient. This is Katie's it's, getting her chance to shine, dog. It's crazy how there's two different views on it because you know there's somebody in that crowd that would be like the complete opposite would be one like person s- standing up and applauding, be like, "Look, she's so brave." Look, or there'd good be for one you. person, and there's one person in the audience who like agrees with the mom who's like, "Oh my god, 
Why is she walking down the aisle? There'd be multiple people. They just wouldn't say it. Exactly. They'd be like, right. most people fuck? have the idea that like Will Smith, most people learn to not say certain things out loud to the world and just keep their insane thoughts to themselves. That's that's what life is. Either sharing your insanity out loud or keeping it bottled up inside and, and letting it manifest as a healthy mental health condition until you eventually die. As a, as a healthy explosion at the grocery store when they're out of the grapes you need. Yo, 100%. Okay. Next up, Dr. Matt. My girlfriend and I are having a disagreement. I posed to her the following hypothetical situation. So you know that what we're about to talk about is fucking petty. Of course. Very petty. 100%. Dr. Matt, would you rescue from fire and certain destruction the last surviving copy on Earth of the complete works of William Shakespeare or or save the life of a single puppy. My girlfriend says that she would rescue the puppy because the puppy is a fellow human being. She is highly educated and claims claims to have great respect for Shakespeare, but I mean, clearly not. But I think my girlfriend's choice is the wrong one. I would rescue the Shakespeare, not just because of the aesthetic enjoyment we get from his work, but also because of all the moral insight it provides us, including possibly the insight that allows us to enable the concept of animals being living beings in the first place. People suck. (laughs) People fucking suck, bro. Because like, (laughs) yo, like, of course, losing shit. But like, you can't. uh, I just people fucking suck, dog. People fucking suck. I think we've argued a lot about this. And I cannot take her answer seriously. But I find it rather disturbing nonetheless. What the fuck, bro? Like, like, how can you not understand the other side of it? Like, you don't have to agree and be like, you know what? The net positive, like, blah, blah, blah. Okay, for sure. The petty rationale behind this whole issue is already, like, indicative of who this guy is. What the fuck, dog? I mean, she never rejected the hypothetical question out of hand or said that the two things aren't even comparable. How dare she she says that preserving a living conscious thing is more valuable than preserving shakespeare my girlfriend loves animals especially her poodle and is a diehard vegetarian i am on the other hand obsessed with shakespeare and rather neutral towards animals yo people suck dude like i said it earlier i'll say it again man people fucking suck like you can have a disagreement. Imagine this, ar- can you imagine this argument with your. No, wife? I can't because, like, how can you not understand the other person's point of view, even if you don't agree? That's whatever. But what just being like, you wouldn't shake, you wouldn't save Shakespeare. Are you? Are you? Are you serious? A puppy over Shakespeare? I'm. Just, I gotta. I have to go write a letter. I'll be. Right I'm back. just imagining somebody walking up to me and being like, "Yo, so there was a fire." And your dog was in it. And I could have saved him. But I grabbed the, the 48 works of, you know, Hamlet and all that other shit. Your, your dog? Grilled, bro. I'm real sorry about that. I grabbed your favorite copy of, of that, that Dickens book, you know. But Macbeth? Macbeth? I got it on deck, Shakespeare. Yo. You're a Vonnegut fan, right? <laughs> and when you, you're a bigger Vonnegut fan than a fan of your puppy, right? Oh, God. oh, oh, you aren't? Oh. Shit, um, I got bad news. Um, I mean, 
like, don't don't get me wrong. There's an argument to be had there. But to act like it's a sh- shut dry and the other person is you can't even you laugh at their perspective and can't understand it. You're a fucking moron, dog. You're a moron. Now, are you ready? Are you ready to keep keep riding this roller coaster? Yeah. Around? Well, how much to get worse can it get, bro? I always thought that I could accept anything that parenthood might throw at me. I knew that I could embrace my son if he were straight, gay, bi, trans, etc. If there is a controlling consciousness of the universe, it has a nasty sense of humor. Putting it bluntly, my son is sexually attracted to Pokemon. Oh, for fuck's sake. He dropped hints that I didn't really pick up on, but over the past <sighs> few years, I stumbled across evidence of his browsing habits that left a pretty clear picture about his proclivities. Should I address this with him? Yes. Try to discourage yes. that orientation? Yes. Yes. I'm actually, no, seriously though, like actually like dropping the bullshit. Yeah. No, you're you, listen, you're free to be into whatever you're into, but as a parent, <laughs> but not Pokemon, <laughs> but as a parent and I catch you like jerking off to Pokemon cartoons at 16, it's like, yo, bro, like there's something going on here in your head. Like, and I know you're going to go on a message board and fucking shit post about how your parents treat you like dog shit. And you got, no, you need therapy, homie. Like you need therapy. That's not I- right. You're going to, you know, furries, email the podcast, fnehpodcast at gmail.com. Let Matt know what you think about his hatred of your proclivities. Fucking, wow, Dr. Matt, no mercy. Dog, we're talking about Pokemon, like Pikachu with tits, like Mr. Mime and fucking Jinx getting it on. Who you think, who you think, which, which Pokemon you think really, I mean, Mew, Mewtwo's always got that. He got that dump truck butt, right? Like, yeah, I'm thinking Jinx looking like a fucking shit. two dollar whore with that lipstick. Oh, he's already got tits, honey. Like, I mean, well, it, it's a she. And yes, she has tits. She has tits. Oh, OK. Well, Chancy, you, you know, Chancy's got some she carries that you egg in that? the front. Did you see that you named the Pokemon character, and then you described her tits. You're just <laughs> like that guy. That <laughs> <laughs> OK. Fuck. We dine at casual eateries periodically with certain friends, and one of my friends habitually excuses herself by saying, I need to go potty. This has progressed from embarrassing to simply annoying. What is the proper thing to say, or is it too late to say anything, and should this simply be ignored? No, I would definitely be like, potty? Dog, go take a shit. Go fuck. Do you piss your pants? You don't go potty. Go fucking take a piss. Go take a bleak. Go take a peek. Go take a whatever the fuck, but not a potty. Public, public adult baby talk. No, you just shit on just shit on her plate and be like a fucking took a potty. <laughs> Navigating complex social environments has always been your specialty. All right, how about this one? I just started seeing the same therapist my boyfriend went to until three months ago, and I can't shake the feeling that something happened between them. It was the way that she was smiling when she was talking about him and the fact that she mentioned him without it being necessary. Why would you go to this person? Also, he told me one of the reasons he stopped seeing her was because their conversations were too casual and the fact that I don't trust him or myself. I asked him about it. He told me that nothing happened between them and then immediately asked why I would think that. What do I do? I can't stop thinking about it and would like to search for another therapist if something were to have happened between them. I feel like I'm losing my mind. You went to your ex-boyfriend's therapist? All right. Yeah, I got I got a couple problems with this. Yeah, one, what are you doing going to the same therapist as your ex-boyfriend? That's a she little... knows everything. She yeah, knows. like, I would definitely not want to go to that person. I'm trying to go to a neutral party, you know. Uh, two, maybe you do need therapy, girl. Maybe it is in your head. You know what I'm saying? Like, maybe there really isn't no, anything no, going on. Like, you, like, 
this woman knows everything about you already and she's gotten it all from the biased other side which means she's already you had no chance why would you go to this person i hear you i'm with you on that like hey your ex-boyfriend was coming to see me until like a couple months ago we kind of you know you know professional relationship kind of did anal in the back of my office but anyway uh yeah i heard that you wouldn't do that is that true Maybe that's why it didn't work out between you two. Smirking, like smirking, like, mm-hmm, yeah. No, is that what's going on with you? Writing little notes. Yeah, Miss G- Miss Gags. Texting. Mm-hmm. She probably was texting the boyfriend later, like, "You're not gonna believe what she told me today, fucking idiot." <laughs> like, I uh, just, Doctor Matt. There are two children that live across the street from us, aged six and nine, who have serious boundary issues. Oh, no. They simply walk into our house without knocking. <laughs> what the fuck? Without ringing the door- doorbell during the day when my what husband is sleeping. They ask us for food and drinks or just simply help themselves without asking and ask my kids to give them their toys or money. Uh- <laughs> 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 We're very firm with them always telling them this is not your house. You have to knock and you can't have our dinner. We are firm, but they are willful and resistant. It's a constant battle. Nah, fam. You- these kids are your home invasion from kids all the time. <laughs> it's not just like, okay, because you're a kid and haha, you don't know any fucking better. Yo, like I'm telling my kids to fight their kids and then we're going to bring it to court as like a, a, you know, like a King's Castle defense. Holy shit. He broke into my kid's room and asked for his blocks. So my kid body slammed him. Like kids, neighborhood kids walk into your home unannounced and rob your children. And you're like, what can, do I some, do? can I have some money? <laughs> No. Oh, well, can I have some of those potatoes? They look pretty good. Get the fuck out of here, man. Yo, well, let me help myself to some of your toys, some of your cash, some of your potatoes, and then I'm out. Yo, if your kids are friends with these kids, like, would you not have to have a sit down and be like, yeah, I don't want you hanging out with these kids anymore. I'm sure their kids are probably like, we hate these kids too. Like, mom, lock the door. Why don't <laughs> we get, like, why don't you lock your door? Yeah, that's another fucking, this is America probably, right? I'm, I would assume they, all they I, do is lock their doors. Sure. I mean, no, maybe it's Canada because people are like, we don't do that here. Yeah, people like, don't lock their doors in Canada. It's strange. I have never not locked my door. I, I, I like I, I like will get up to check if my door is locked. I'm like bad for it. And then I have conversations with American people and I see stuff where I'm like, I should lock my door. Yeah, yeah, I should do that. Like, There's we, no reason not talk, to. We talked about this when we lived together years ago. And I was like, what? The, uh, the difference between locked and unlocked and the effort of doing it is literally a turn of your wrist about 45 degrees. And it's like, safely behind a door that can't be opened or free entry into your domicile. That's that's and it's all you got to do is that. And people are like, you know, I don't really, I don't really do it. You know, it's kind of slips my brain. I don't, I don't fucking know. People don't, I just, yo dog, would you not want to punt those kids down the front steps though? Like get the fuck out of here. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. I mean, this is, this turns into a story that we read on the show later on about like, you know, there are two people's houses that I ever walked into without knocking. And that's because one is my mother's house. There's just like I'm I, I knocked one time and she got upset at me and was like, you like don't knock How just because you don't live here. You still have a key like walk in. OK. Yeah. And my other my like childhood best friend, Tyler, I used to walk in his parents house, but they've moved now. So it'd be awkward if I just drove an hour and then <laughs> walked into their house. show up 30 years old. Yeah, Wait. I would. I couldn't do it now. But like one. growing up, I'd, I'd walk right in. Right. Um, but other than that, dude, like you don't even know the people and you're walking in like a fucking drunkard and just taking their shit. Like, give me some potatoes. Give me some money. I don't know. I, I would I would fight those kids. Yeah. I don't care if you're I nine years I old. Too. 
I take no, it on some self-defense. I have another social, social faux pas for you to diagnose. All right. I have licked my knife after meals all my life. I do too, and I, I think about it sometimes. I shouldn't do that. Whenever my friend Jill and I are at a restaurant together, she tells me how gross it is and looks away. Yeah, Doesn't a restaurant do this? Oh, oh, it depends how you do it, though. It depends. Like if if I got a bunch of fucking like peanut butter because I was on my knife because I was making my bread, and you just kind of like like I don't know subtly do it. But if you're making a big thing out of it, like. Yeah, then I'm going to be like, dog, what the fuck, bro? I feel like the restaurant thing's got a lot. Like, public is a different thing. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, that's true. That's true. Like, at home, I mean, sure, do whatever you want. I mean, at home, like, I've licked plates before. Say, you don't fucking throw your spoon after you finish your yogurt? You're like, (laughs) give that a gobble real quick. (laughs) I've done that at the, I've done that at work, like in an office, like been in a cute, closed cubicle eating a yogurt. Look around after you. That's exactly what I do. I'm like, is there anybody who's going to witness me do this? Yo, I don't want my lunch bag to get covered in yogurt after. What? What do you it's want? True. What do you want of me? True. You could always just wash the spoon, but so right, I got saying. one more for you. All right. What? I was going to say, it, it, like I said about the in public thing, it depends like your fucking body language and like how you're doing it. And if you're like showing it off, or if true. you're a little more discreet or like. That's true. I go to restaurants. I, I finish my meal. I stand up. I lick my knife from from base tip. And then I go, I need to go potty. And I walk away. Yeah. He throws it every time. Every time. All right. One more. Fuck. Hit me with it. My boyfriend has made a habit out of using birthdays and holidays as an opportunity to upgrade his lifestyle under the guise of generous gift giving to himself. He recently gifted me his used laptop. Oh, your guy's Homer Simpson, which he did spend money on getting it cleaned up for Christmas. But he did this after buying himself a new laptop. Oh, my God. Yeah. My no, last okay, birthday, okay. he gave me his used scuba gear and took that opportunity to upgrade his own set. The thing is, I'm not really a scuba diver, and my current laptop was perfectly adequate and better suited for my needs. However, he gets upset if I politely decline these gifts, and these are really just taking up my valuable closet space. Am I ungrateful or am I justified in feeling of feeling stuck? <laughs> In an ungrateful recipient position. Nah, you're justified, lady. Like, it'd be one thing if he was like, hey, babe, I wanted to go scuba diving with you. I have gear. I bought you your own set. Let's do this. If she's not interested in it, that's a different conversation. But it's all right buying her something to try to get a hobby together. Gifting her your old shit and then buying yourself the brand new shit? Yeah, no, fam. Come on. Come on, bro. First of all, she has a laptop. Like, what'd you give me for Christmas? Uh, I, my old laptop. Here you I, go. I, I got it cleaned. I refurbished it I for have you. a laptop. Like, I didn't need a lot. Yeah, but I got you this. Why don't you like my gifts? Like, I got it cleaned. No. You know? I got you my old scuba gear. Who doesn't like scuba diving? Like, obviously. <laughs> Yo, like, how, like, again. Should it even fitter? Like, like uh, how bad I feel for this person to have to question Am I wrong? Like, no, no, not at all. And this is coming from somebody who like, I'm 30 now when birthdays hit and shit. Yeah, gifts are cool. But like, I would never even like if I got a card from my girl and something small, I'd be happy. And like, that's not an ironic statement. Like, I'm at that stage of my life. 
I don't need like, anything. I, I am the worst gift buyer and the worst like people. It's Christmas, right? So now, now I get the question like from my family, like, what do you want for Christmas? Like, I don't know. Yeah, I've bought everything don't that I'm like, want, want like anything. Yep. Like, you know me, just get me something that sounds like I'll enjoy it. And the thought will be all that matters. And fucking we're done. Exactly. Like, but the, the way these people like. Again, like the guy who's like, I've been married to this woman for 11 years. We have a 10 year old son together. And every single night she tells me I have to go to bed and forces me to go. to the- It like, took you 10 years. Yeah, for real. Like, have some confidence in yourself, man, to be able to. You don't need to fucking ask anybody else. Stand up for yourself. Be like, yeah, this shit's fucking wrong, dog. Like, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I think that's why I feel the worst for people sometimes is that they feel the need to have to go. Like the what we talked. Was it last week? The woman who finds the condoms in her husband's coat. Oh, God. even though he has a vasectomy. And yeah. she's like, where, what are these for? It's like, she feels like she still needs other people to be like, yes, like he's an asshole. That is a red flag, red flag, China flag. I mean, this is why we can do, we'll be able to consult with Dr. Matt a million times because there's no shortage of people questioning if the blatantly obvious shit that other people are doing to them sad. is wrong. Sad, like, bro. Fucking sad. Uh, people got a gross spine, yo, and be able to like actually stand up for themselves a little bit. Hey, your birthday's coming up. My old laptop broke. I just got a new one. Guess what you're getting for your birthday, buddy? Bricked hard drive. Thank you very much. You're going to have to take it in and get it fixed, but don't be ungrateful. It's totally clean. All right. It cost you $300 to replace it. <laughs> you know, it'd be nice if you showed a little appreciation for my thoughtful gift. Oh, fuck like, your gift. Fuck I know you gift. have a laptop, but I'm giving you another one anyway. Also, here's some scuba gear. <laughs> Enjoy. What a good gift giver. My girlfriend doesn't like scuba, so I gave her my old scuba gear. I gave her scuba gear. <laughs> Happy birthday, baby. Like, if you have gear and your girl doesn't, you've probably had a point where you've talked about it, and she's probably been like, I'm not really into that. Yeah, don't give me. Yeah, I don't want that. Oh, uh. Uh, well, well uh, here's your <laughs> happy, <present>. birthday. happy birthday. <laughs> <laughs> wow, you're so ungrateful after all the thought I put into you this gift. Bitch. You it's bitch. a struggle out there, man. It's a struggle for everybody. It's always you know, a struggle. It's always no a struggle. Who you are, you know, I sometimes feel like we've, I feel like we've done a good job. We, we struggle, but we made it through. This has been episode 60 of the fucking a podcast. I am Dan. He is Matt. We are, uh, we are, you know, a little small time podcast and production here, cracking some jokes, trying to brighten your day, trying to, trying to help, trying to guide you through your own crises. Remember, someone's doing something obviously shitty to you. Believe that it's obviously shitty. Yeah, take trust your gut, trust your fucking yeah. gut. Or email the podcast fnehpodcast at gmail.com and consult Doctor Matt with your various advice needs. We are always here to help you can also follow the podcast on twitter and instagram at fucking a podcast f-u-c-k-i-n-e-h podcast get on board dr matt can be found there as well his services are 24 7 so feel free 365 thank you again for listening matt do you have parting wisdom for for our folks before we go um yeah after, if you I mean, if you like you just gave out so yeah I mean, if you like to wear a diaper and eat shit maybe don't take photos of it like, don't yes don't take pictures of that stuff also don't drink like 80 shots before sitting courtside at an nba game mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Maybe maybe balance it out for the night. Don't marry a woman who like actively tells you to her face she loved Tupac and that she settled for you. Maybe don't do that. Find things that aren't constitutionally disagreeable to the core of your spirit. And we hope we hope this podcast agrees is is constitutionally acceptable to the core of your spirit. Absolutely. And and tell a friend, come back for episode 61 and and you know, join in on the fun. Matt you're, are you clenching hard? Oh, so bad. <laughs> Music in. Podcast out. Pain relieved. We'll see you next time. Mad liberator. Death operator. Rock the data. Amazing flavor. Yo, the way I fell. Sometimes it's too hard to sit still Things are so passionate, times are so real Sometimes I try to chill, mellow down, blow a smoke A smile on my face, but it's really no joke You feel it in the street that people breathe without hope They're going through the motion, they dimming down the focus The focus get cleared and the light turns sharp And the eyes grow teary, the mind grow weary I speak it so clearly, sometimes y'all don't hear me I push it past the base, no nation's got to feel me I feel it in my bones, black, I'm so wide awake That I'm hardly ever asleep, my flow forever Deep in his volumes of scriptures when I breathe on a beat. My presence speak volume before I say a word. I'm everywhere, penthouse, pavement, the curb. Cradle to the grave, so cathedral of a shell. Universal ghetto life, holla black, you know it well. Quiet storm, vital form, pen push the bright across. Mind is a vital force, high level right across. Soul is the lion's roar, voice is the siren. I swing round, ring out, and bring down the tyrant. Chop a small axe and knock a giant lopsided. The world is so dangerous, there's no need for frightening. The suckers trying to hide. I like the struggle won't find them Then the sun busts through the cloud to clearly remind them This A where penthouse pavement the curb Cradle to the grade, talk of each of a shell Universal ghetto life, holla black, you know it well What it is, you know, they know what it is We know, y'all know what it is Ecstatic, there it is Huh, what it is, you know, we know what it is They know, y'all know what it is You know what it is, you know, we know what it is, they know, y'all know what it is, you know, it is. Sit and come relax, riddle of the Mac, it's the patch. I'm a soldier in the middle of Iraq. But say about noonish, coming out the whip and looking at me curious, a young Iraqi kid. Carrying laundry, what's wrong, G? Hungry? No, give me my oil, get out my country. And in Arabian, barking other stuff till his moms come grab him and they walk off in a rush. Distrust, feeling like I was pissed up on wound. I'm like, surely hope that we can fix our differences soon. Buying apples, hunt breaking on. Brute, you take everything, why not just take the damn food, black master? I don't understand it. On another planet? 15 months of this stuff, how I'm gonna manage? And increasing this sentiment, gentlemen getting down on their Middle Eastern instruments. Realize trapping this crowd, huh? Walk over, kicked one of my fabulous raps. Arab jaw drop, they well wish they glad rap. Now the kid considered like an Elvis of Baghdad. <laughs> What it is, what it is.
Do 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 do